Hello, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn, a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive. I am your host, Aaron, and today is Sunday, November 8th, 2020. My God, let me just say how wild the week leading up to the Sunday has been. I think a lot of us have been a mess. Um, and then yesterday we had the very intense and exciting news that Biden has won the election. Pretty cool. (laughs) Very excited for the people who have been celebrating in the streets yesterday, although I hope you all um, were wearing masks and staying safe as you did so. Um, This is a time for celebration, but also of time to remember that There's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Um, And this is a relief. This is a step forward in the right direction, but it is a step. It's only a step, right? And there is a lot of work that needs to be done. So um, the fight is not yet over. We've just won a very specific... We've just moved forward a little bit. I I don't really know how else to say this, um, but I just kind of wanted to throw it out there that um, this is a very exciting and interesting time to be playing games in. (laughs) It it really is. uh, It was actually really difficult for me to find out what I wanted to do for this show. Um, I purposefully decided not to have guests this weekend because... I knew that everyone was going to be very overwhelmed and I just wanted to take it easy and take it easy with you all and just kind of have another adventure into solo RPG playing. And it's been really interesting trying to figure out what what story should we be telling right now? Um, just as we're thinking about what story our nation should be telling right now and in the future. Um, there's certainly a lot of uh, nonsense to come before January. I can guarantee you that. Um, but we still have time to ourselves to kind of have some storytelling. So I hope that you take this hour, this Sunday at 2 p.m. hour, to sit with me and kind of imagine a little bit and, you know, try to try, you know, try to try to tell a different story. So that's what we're going to be doing today. I uh, hope that you enjoy this. I have decided, ultimately, because I did have to make a decision, to play a game called The Queen Returns, which was written by James Chip. Uh, So thanks to you, James. Appreciate that. And um, it's it's a solo letter-writing game, although, of course, I won't be writing the letters. I'll be speaking them into this microphone for you. Uh, The setup for this game is that late at night, a figure passes through the palace, moving from shadow to shadow, through hallways and across courtyards. They head into the stable, emerging moments later on horseback. Stopping for a moment at the gatehouse, they take one last look back before riding off into the darkness of the night. The queen has left the country in secret, asking one of her closest friends and advisors to keep her up to date and make sure nobody knows she's gone. So we are going to be uh, a friend of the queen for our imaginary country. And we're going to be writing letters to this queen who has uh, left out for 
you know, I'm not sure if we know yet why, why she left. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give it some consideration there. Um, but we're essentially going to be telling the story of this country in this queen's absence. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that I enjoy it, to be honest. I guess it feels a little strange to be telling a story about a queen and any type of leadership in the midst of our battle to get new leadership. But I don't know. It just seemed right to kind of... I, okay, so I kind of am interested in trying to find a space to explore what I'm looking for in a le in leadership position and what country I'm looking for, to be honest. And this seems kind of like a nice way to do that and also have take on a bit of a fun character of someone who's uh, connected to a queen. Um, so that's kind of why I kind of chose this game to play. Um, the game itself requires a tarot deck, uh, two coins, and a little bit of free time, which, uh, check, we definitely have those. I have my wonderful tarot deck here. Um, I am going to tell you now that uh, my tarot deck is called Cat Tarot. So it's a desk deck that has these adorable little kitties on it. So um, that's what I'm going to be using for the storytelling adventure. Um, and essentially the way the game works is we're going to be answering questions. And then depending on which cards we pull from the tarot deck, um, that is going to be uh, dictating what has happened to the country and can it be a prompt for the letter that I'm going to send to our lovely queen. It's interesting that this uses tarot cards. I actually wondered a while ago, I had a, so a while ago I had a host on, or I hosted a guest uh, on the show where we actually incorporated tarot reading into playing an entirely different game so it wasn't built into the mechanic of how the game is played. It was just we were playing a game similar to Dungeons and Dragons. It's called the Golden Sea. Um, and it usually just uses a couple of dice and mostly storytelling. Um, but I wanted to incorporate a game with tarot in it. Who knew that there are games that already do that? So I was quite pleased to find out that this existed. Um, just because I think tarot was an interesting way to, you know, kind of find some self-exploration and uh, give some thought to maybe serious questions or silly questions that you have been wondering about, but maybe not addressing fully. Um, plus also my deck has adorable cats on it. Did I mention that? It has cats. It's super cute. So that is, <laughs> that's what we're doing today. Um, apparently I'm very chatty today and that you guys get to enjoy that too. So that's what we're doing. Uh, also for coins, I have pennies because who doesn't have pennies um, somewhere in a pocket. So that's what we're going to be doing as well. But before we get into the actual game part of gameplay radio, we do have some on-air reads for you all. So let's do that really quick. Um, if you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, uh, there's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, hey Bushwick, 
uh, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Island. Uh, for more information about the running tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out the City Running Tours website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. So check that out if you are a runner in the middle of this pandemic, although I sincerely hope you are either um, wearing some sort of facial protection while you're running close to people or keeping um, extra distanced as you do so, but it's a good way to get out. So give that a try and you know hey maybe if you just want to walk it like it'll be a longer tour but you could probably walk it i don't know check that out also uh radio free brooklyn is still a 501c3 nonprofit organization and we have been hit by covid just like everyone else uh so we could really use your help in making a small donation and it would go a long way toward helping us to stay on the air so if you want to do that, you can make a one-time or monthly donation by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. Uh, you'll find some great t-shirts, mugs, and other swag we'd like to send you to say thanks. Or if you're lazy and don't want to go to a website, you can text RFBGIVE5, -E that's the number, 5, to 44321, uh, and it only takes a moment, and you can use your digital wallet for your donation, because we are tech-savvy. Uh, so... Uh, We'd really appreciate your help there uh, as we continue to try to bring you guys local news and local games and stories. So thank you for that. All right, I think I've dithered enough. So why don't we dither our way into a little bit of game called The Queen Returns. Uh, again, this was written by James Chip. Um, for those who may be joining us late here on the station, this is Gameplay Radio on Radio 3 Brooklyn. We play games, tell stories, and uh, chat. <laughs> uh, but mostly just playing games this hour. So we're going to be playing The Queen Returns, uh, and we're going to be telling the story of this queen who has um, left home, left the country, and we are writing letters to her in order to tell her what has happened in her absence. Um, uh, before we get into the actual letter, quote-unquote letter writing section of the game, uh, this suggests answering a couple of questions. These questions are going to help us like have a setting for this game. So let's see what they are. The first one says, The crown represents the country's history. What features does it have and what does it say about the country? Ooh. Okay, well, so this is my, this is my fantasy country. So... Uh, it's going to be perhaps a little different from countries that actually exist because your girl, uh, <laughs> your girl is an idealist. Um, so here's, here's, here's what the crown looks like. Here's what the crown looks like. The crown is not ostentatious. I'd say that the crown, it's made of reclaims metal um, of, a, of a variety of different kind of colors and um, tones. So when you look at it, um, it's all kind of blended together into this um, kind of like iridescent, that might not be the right word, but kind of like iridescent, um, kind of shining metallic, kind of dark silvery in its base. But as you look through, you see it's like shining purples and reds and yellows and probably some blues and 
it just kind of like shines with this interesting mixture of materials involved um, and so it has this but it's not like a big thick heavy crown uh, in fact it's relatively it's it's made to be relatively light and um, it's actually shaped so it looks well I mean you have to be able to wear it but it's shaped so so that it looks mostly like like vines with like some leaves coming off of it um, and I guess what I'm trying to go for with the with what this crown says about the country is that this is a country that um, because of its viney planty <laughs> floral nature uh, this crown represents a country that has um, survived and adapted uh, in order to live in a way that is in tone or in harmony with um, the rest of the world. Uh, it is a country that changes as it needs to be changed, as the environment changes and as uh, those around it continue to change. Um, and uh, because of the metallic nature of its reclaimed materials, I use I choose that as representation for a country that um, uses what it has and is appreciative of the things that uh, it can create. Okay, next question. The queen came to power under strange circumstances. Ooh, what were they? <sighs> hmm. That's a tough question, because, I mean, you would have to know what normal circumstances were, but I guess that's the whole point of this. Um... Okay, strange circumstances. I would say the queen... I mean, I don't know what a strange circumstance is. It feels like everything is kind of strange these days, I'm going to be honest. But um, I guess if I'm going to say the queen came to power under strange circumstances... Let's say that this queen, she... I'm going to say that the queen came to power under strange circumstances uh, because she doesn't. She wasn't asking for power. She was simply a member of the community who was kind of doing. She, I mean, she did her job. Like she was kind and considerate, and um, also perhaps a little bit quiet. Perhaps she. Um, was someone who really just kept to herself and was tried not to bother anyone and to kind of respect the laws of the land. Um, and there was a moment where the ruling, like the the ruling committee, the ruling organization of the country, um, realized that they needed almost it's almost more like a consultant job <laughs> they needed someone to kind of direct and give them like give like kind of give them feedback and kind of work in this collaborative role with this group of people uh, a queen who would represent the best interests of of the country when the committee was not and um 
you know, she was there and I feel like perhaps the committee fought her to be, they basically chose her. Um, and then everyone else agreed. <laughs> they voted. And so she was given this power that she did not want. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from that question. Okay. So the next question is why did the queen leave and what is keeping her from returning? Finally, the question that we were asking a little while ago. Um, I'm going to say that the queen left because she she got a mysterious letter from someone. Um, she got a letter saying that she could better understand and engage in her role if she were to go to this person. So she is going off, she kind of snuck off to try to um, discover who this person was and where they were and kind of maybe to get some training of some kind. Um, but what is keeping her from returning? This training is not as simple as it might seem. As she is exploring this, um, she is perhaps struggling a little bit with it. She might not even understand how time is passing because this is a fantasy world. So uh, I do get to make it as uh, magical as I want it to be. So maybe she is not returning partially because she doesn't know how long it's been and also partially because um, the training is very arduous and the trainer is very strict. So we'll just say that. Uh, the next one. Let's see, who is writing the notes to the queen? I'm gonna say one of her, one of her cousins. I'm gonna say one of the queen's cousins is um, writing notes to her. Someone who's known her for a very long time since she was little, um, since they were both little and um, this cousin has uh, watched her rise to power and watched her leave. Let's see, what are the queen's pronouns? This does suggest, so this does say that the queen's pronouns can be anything because a queen can choose to use any pronouns and she, the queen can um, identify by any pronouns and that is definitely the case. I'm going to continue using she for my pronouns uh, for my queen. Okay, so now I have to write notes to the queen. So it says here, while the queen is away from her home, short notes keep her up to speed with current affairs, and you will be writing the content of these notes. At times you may decide the country will face an event that threatens its existence. Uh, when the country is in the situation, um, the instructions say that you can choose um, a different set of instructions called forge history uh, in the meantime we'll just be doing a current so okay so essentially now that we've set all of this up um our job is to write short notes to her to keep her up to speed um there are two different types of of uh events that we're going to be telling her about there's our current affairs and forging history current affairs are obviously like easier to read simple things and then forging history are like bigger deals so uh, we're going to be kind of telling the queen about all of these in her absence. 
So um, we'll do mostly current affairs. Um, and it says that the notes are short that say what has happened, who has said what, and what were the reasons given for the queen's absence? Because we're supposed to be, we're trying to pretend that the queen is still there. So we have to cover for her while she's getting this training to be a better queen. Um, so let's just dive right in. Let's just give it a shot. I have my cards here. Um, I'm going to shuffle them really quick because I uh, haven't used them in a minute. Um, get that little shuffle going. All right. I'm going to consider that shuffled. Now we're going to flip the top card of our tarot deck and we're going to use the suit and the image to find out what is happening in the country using the prompts below. Okay, well, um, our images are going to be cats, so we're going to see what happens. Let's flip the top card. All right, we have ourselves an eight of swords. Uh, so the number doesn't quite matter here, but um, with a sword, we have a number of different options here. All of them look interesting. With the swords, we have a witch, a challenge to the throne, a disturbance at the border, a spy, a negotiation, a military leader, or a sorcerer. Um, so, sure, why not? We'll use my, my silly, um, we'll use my silly images on each of these cards to kind of try to figure this out. So, uh, this is an Eight of Swords, and the image that I have here, <laughs> this is so silly, uh, it has a, um, a cat on its belly, it looks like it's been playing with some toilet paper, and it shredded it all up. Um, so, with the shredding... I'm going to suggest, yeah, we'll do, we'll do a military leader. So let's get into it. Let's see. My dearest cousin, oh, I'm sorry, I mean my royal highness, or your royal highness, whatever. When you coming back, it's been interesting in your absence. It hasn't been too long, but... Uh, I know that you are working hard, but um, it's already been interesting to have you gone. Um, a military leader, a big, strong-looking woman um, with a very intense set of armor um, showed up at our borders today um, and declared that she could lead us to victory in fighting off our and protecting our borders um, and she was determined that we could be a great country and do much good for the rest of the world which seems a little strange to me because we don't really know how the rest of the world is operating but should we really be invading them? That seems like a bad idea. In any case, um, I had to make excuses because they couldn't see you. So um, I told the military leader that we are acquiring power of our own in another way and that her services would not be needed. I uh, can't say she took it too well. 
Um, she definitely threw a bit of a fit and kind of threatened to go to a different group. But, well, we're struggling to make these decisions without you. So please come back soon. Let's get into another card here. Let's see, we have ourselves a nine of wands. So with a wand, that means a rumor, a celebration, a trial, a disturbance at court, a murder, or a possible uprising. Um, and the image I have here is of a, a cat with a whole pile of yarn, lots of yarn in the back, little rolls of it, and the cat is playing with one of them. Um, so with such abundance in this image, I am going to say that this is a celebration. Um, so I'm going to say this is a celebration, and let's let's get into it. Um, dearest Queenie, because I can call you whatever you want, because I'm your cousin, and I've known you since you were uh, stuffing dirt up your nose. Dearest Queenie, more things have happened. We had a celebration, the first ever set of quintuplets was birthed in our country. And we wanted to celebrate this incredible, uh, this, imp this incredible gift, but also we wanted to make sure to celebrate the, the mother who did such hard work on creating these children and the parents who will be raising them with the help of our community as time goes on. Um, so we held a very large celebration um, where everyone brought gifts and supplies and support for this young mother and father and uh, tried to kind of provide them and uplift them with uh, the knowledge that they have created such this incredible, intense amount of life. And um, just to let them know that we will be supporting them the whole way um, as they continue on what's sure to be a very arduous journey. Um, so that was that was very nice. Um, too bad you missed it, Queenie. Um, might want to come back soon. Uh, we did have to give your reasons for being absent while you were gone. Um, and we basically told you, we basically told everyone that uh, the queen was um, working away at finding the best way to create, the best way to improve her education system. So little children like uh, this family will have um, everything they need to learn um, and grow well. So uh, you're going to have your... We are work cut out for you when you get back, Queenie, just so you know. Okay, this is fun. Also really short, but you know, I'm getting into it. Let's get into the next card. Uh, we have ourselves a page of pentacles. So with pentacles, uh, we have uh, our options for what happened are a harvest, a light in the sky, a flood, a fire, a unis or a union, a dragon, or a rebirth. Out. Okay. So the image I have here for the Page of Pentacles is 
um, basically a goofy looking Siamese cat um, or a goofy looking cat sitting on a windowsill uh, and there's a hand in front of the cat kind of beckoning to it uh, but the cat has its eyes crossed and its tongue out so clearly having a good time um, but there's also that beckoning hmm okay dearest queenie We found a dragon. That's right, you heard me correctly, a dragon. A dragon has settled into our lands. Um, it's fucking majestic. And uh, you know what's incredible is the fact that this old dragon, um, not you, know, not too, not too upset with humans. I mean, he, the dragon, I don't really know if the dragon has a gender, but uh, they, they, seemed kind of derpy. <laughs> um, you know, the dragon really was kind of a little bit clumsy. We found it because uh, it um, kind of, when it landed, it landed on top of one of the agriculture specialists' uh, greenhouses, and that was a bit of an issue, but um, the dragon didn't try to, like, burn anything down or eat anybody. It just kind of I think it just wanted to roll around in all the smells because they just kind of like rolled back and forth. It was really cute, actually. Um, so we don't really know what to do with the dragon. We don't want to like, we don't want to say we want to tame it because um, the dragon ha is a free being. But I think that we might need to find a way to kind of let it know who we are so that if it gets angry or something later it knows not to fight us so we're going to have to try to like maybe find a way to feed the dragon or befriend the dragon not really clear yet if the dragon actually understands like the languages that we speak but you know we can certainly try um but uh we we told people that um you were unavailable to help with the dragon because uh, the committee wanted to take care of it anyway. Um, and so we, uh, that was an easy one for us. Um, but I hope that you are doing well and training strongly. Um, I saw a bright light in the sky the other night. I'm not sure what kind of training you're having, but if it's magical, was that you? Okay. Cool, we've got that. Um, I'm gonna say, let's do one more current affairs thing and then maybe let's forge some history. All right, next up we have a Queen of Wands. Okay, uh, and the image I have here, uh, it looks like it's a cat sitting on a, um, sitting on like a footrest in front of a fireplace. And this little kitty is got a paw on what looks like one of those little dangle toys that you use for cats. Cat looks very content. Hmm. But they do have a dangle toy in their paw, so maybe that represents a murder. <laughs> okay, so we're go we're up so I want to go with murder here. Um, let's see. Uh, my liege, 
or whatever you're calling yourself these days. We definitely had a murder happen while you were gone. It was a little shocking, to be honest. Um, it happened in broad daylight. Um, there was kind of an, um, a really intense, there was an argument on market day. Um, and we think that there might have been some sort of interpersonal arguments there. It's, to be honest, it's been a while since we've gotten a full account of how everyone's doing since you've been gone. You're, you're usually the one who checks in on all of our uh, citizens, but, um, yeah, there, there was an argument and, um, some pushing and shoving and then one of them pushed one of them so hard that the other one fell into a rack and bashed to their head and died. And that was a rough day at the market um, for many reasons. Um, for all of the people who were involved, who were there, who witnessed it, for the, for the murderer who is, um, who was caught uh, pretty quickly, because again, this was in bright daylight, but um, it was, it was a rough day for everyone, I think. Um, and I think we did okay, um, but people were asking where you were, and we told them that you were dealing with a military issue at the border, just to say something. Um, hopefully that won't come back and people won't worry about that too much. There were some concerned looks, but hopefully that won't be the case. Okay. Uh, so we've done a couple of current affair cards. Why don't we go into some forging of history? So this means that, um, so the description here for forging history is sometimes the future of the country is under threat. And so we can pick, we can just pick, which is interesting. We can pick one of two themes for what historic event, what threat is happening. So the two options are the country is taken by surprise or is unprepared or the country is prepared and has survived this threat before. Um, I'm going to choose the second option this time. So that's going to be the country is prepared and ha or has survived this threat before. Uh, and I'm going to roll, so not roll, flip. Can you tell I play too many uh, dice-based games? Uh, so because I picked that one, I get to flip two coins. Um, and I basically have to figure out, uh, count how many heads I get. So let's, let's see what we get. Um, okay, so we got one heads and one tails. So on one heads, um, the country suffers great loss but manages to overcome. Okay, so let's narrate that. Hi, Queenie. Bad news this time. The air of malevolence came back and started infecting our minds and hearts again with sorrow and fear and confusion and hate. Um, and well, we've we've seen this before, as you know. It was, uh, I mean. The, the symptoms and everything were exactly the same as last time. It was another 
quiet night and then all of a sudden everyone just started feeling it um, and unfortunately we lost quite a few uh, quite a few people some people disappeared into the night some people couldn't take it um, and some people took it out on others and it was difficult it was painful um, and we lost a lot of good people that night so but we we understood what was happening so as soon as the symptoms started coming you know those effects last longer we tried to um, pure we tried to well, purify we tried to um, kind of cleanse and replenish the souls of the people who had been affected by this malevolence and um, give them time to themselves to reflect and remind their families and communities um, on how to interact with and support such individuals as they go through this period of time. And we've, again, lost many great people, a few from the committee as well. And, um, but we're doing okay. We are certainly still surviving, but um, I think a lot of us miss you. Well, I miss you. I would say that we still had to tell people that you weren't there, but we're there. And we had to tell people that you got infected too um, and that you were taking special private time. A lot of people wanted to see you and support you, um, which is lovely really to see. Um, but, you know, we miss you a little bit. I miss you, you goob. So uh, come on back when you can, all right? Okay. Um, maybe we'll do one, another one of those in a minute, but let's go back to a couple of the current affair cards. We have, ooh, the Emperor. We have a Major Arcana card. So under a Major Arcana card, there is a diplomat, a neighboring queen, an audience requested, a stranger, a suspicion in high society, an appearance or a spell. Well, um, our country doesn't have high society, so that's kind of a skipper there. Let's suggest a, a neighboring queen. Okay, we're going to suggest a neighboring queen. Hey, Queenie. I hope you're having success with all of your power meditation out there. Um, I've heard a little tell of the trainer that you're with. Um, and uh, they seem, they sound kind of intense. Uh, and I know that you can be kind of intense yourself, Queenie, sometimes. But I hope that you're not, I hope that you find time to not take each other too seriously. Because that's some of my favorite things about talking with you. Um, even though I love it when you're serious as well. Uh, but in your absence, a neighboring queen showed up with, you'll never guess who, uh, the military leader who we, who I wrote to you about so long ago. And, uh, yeah, this queen basically demanded our surrender. Very funny. Um, definitely took us a lot to laugh. Yeah, a lot of, so we definitely try not to laugh. 
um, at kind of the bizarreness of the situation at hands. Um, we had to have a long conversation with the queen, kind of asking her why, <laughs> why she wanted our lands. Um, and we even offered instead to, uh, instead of having this be an invasion, we suggested maybe ways that she could better take care of and take advantage of her land as well. Um, I think she took it okay. Um, the military leader was, she was fucking pissed. Um, like, she was really mad because she really wants to smash some heads, it's pretty clear, but, um, Queen seemed receptive, which was really nice, so I think that that might work out, but, uh, they definitely asked why you weren't there during all of this, and, um, we had to tell them that you were on a, um deep we were a, on a deep exploration of our uh, natural preserves in order to better understand how nature provides for itself as a form of um, inspiration for our agriculture. So we told them that you, they couldn't see you because of that, that you were taking this private journey. It's actually not too far off from what you actually were doing, but... Uh, they didn't seem too pleased about that, but um, it did look like the queen might try that out later. Um, best of luck to them, and best of luck to you. Okay, let's do another card. Oh, we got the Empress, another major arcana card. Uh, we already know what's in that one, so let's see. We have... I'm going to- oh right, we're, I forgot that we were supposed to be using the card descriptions themselves to help us decide. Alright, so let's see here. Um, for the Empress, we have a lovely little kitty with a crown on, actually, sitting in front of a lovely red pillow. Um, so... I don't want to say another neighboring queen, because I literally just did that. Let's say, let's make it an appearance. Let's let's spice it up a little bit. We'll say it's an appearance. We'll say that um, a a ruling a a ruler from the fairy from the fey realm decided to um, request an audience. Yeah, we'll say they requested an audience with you um, because they. They didn't really actually specify why. I think that they were kind of looking into, you know, honestly, I think that we might have a door to the Fey Realm in our, on our lands. So that might be why. Um, we did have to make an excuse for you. Um, and we had to tell them that you were so we, I mean, so we kind of assumed that this fake creature wouldn't care about human society. So we said that you were dealing with um, a another conflict at the border, um, and they were not. They they did roll their eyes a little bit about that. So that was that, apparently that worked. Um, but I think we might need to go forward with that soon. So if you could come home. That would be great. Thanks, Queenie. Okay, I think I'm ready for another uh, 
big forge of history to happen here. So let's give that a try. Um, and since we use the country as prepared for this before, let's take our little country by surprise this time. So let's flip. So because the country is taken by surprise, we're only flipping one coin instead of two. And uh, let's see what we get. We got a heads, so that means that the country suffers great loss but manages to overcome. Um, if we had gotten heads, uh, the country would have failed and is forever changed. Thankfully, not the case, but we were not prepared for this, so this is a new surprise. Let's see. Ooh, I've got it. My queen. We have completely underestimated this military leader. Um, she had been apparently ignored and spurned by several of the neighboring countries around ours, and so she decided to create her own military and tried to invade our country. Um, I am sorry for our part in not taking this threat seriously. Maybe if you had been here, we would have been able to understand what that was, but um, they, uh, she brought this army filled with, they were all covered in this incredible armor. Um, I'm not even sure where it got made from, but maybe she had this technique, um, but it was all this incredible spiky, um, it made them look like they were flames. It was really incredible. Um, uh, and they did, invade our, our, our lands and they destroyed a lot of our, a lot of our homes and a lot of our, our community structures. We don't have as many gathering places now um, and a lot of our uh, gathered resources for winter months is gone. Um, but we have enough to share, so Hopefully, we will make it through. I think it's going to be extra tight this year. Um, and I think that a lot of people have been discussing ways to prevent against this in the future. Um, we did manage to over overcome their threat of battle through um, the use of are, uh, we kind of confused them in the maze of, of woods off to um, the east in our country, and uh, we got the assistance from other neighboring queens in order to help us uh, survive this threat, but um, there has been some talk about concerning about how we're going to protect ourselves again from these threats, and... I can't help but feel like we're going to start fighting battles that maybe we shouldn't ever fight. So I feel like with your intuition and understanding, we could use your help. Um, I don't know what kind of power you're receiving, but maybe it's protective. I don't know if I want to put our citizens at risk. I don't want to put you at risk either, but well, you have the job. Love you, Queenie. All right, we are getting towards the end of the hour here. Um, and at the end of the hour, we can actually write a note about the queen's homecoming. 
So we've been telling the story of this country and all the stuff that has happened while the queen has been gone. But maybe the queen returns after all this time. And so now we get to write a brief epilogue about what happens. And it has a couple of questions about how this would have happened and what this would have been like. So uh, our beloved cousin um, meets the queen and um, the queen returns. And let's answer some questions. How has the queen changed? So the queen is in fact she does look stronger now, leaner, but her power isn't necessarily one that is a weapon. I don't think it's one that allows her to um, fight or injure, but it's something that gives her a greater intuition and understanding of those around her. It's um, like an empathy, like a kind of a kind of mind reading per se, and she enters perhaps well, perhaps before she was perhaps quiet and thoughtful um now she has this way of looking at her subjects and anyone who addresses her with um this intense really intent look in her eye like she is really paying attention really and sincerely listening to you um it's a little unnerving but it does seem to make her a better queen um Next question, has the country changed and how does this make the queen feel? You know, I think the country has changed. I don't, you know, I don't know how much the country has changed if we're honest. I think maybe some of the conversation has changed. Okay, so here's what I think. I think that the country has not changed yet. I think the country is on the verge of change. I feel like the country is on the verge of turning into a militaristic country itself. But perhaps with the queen's return, I mean, perhaps she feels uncomfortable and sad about this. Uh, I mean, the country has suffered a lot of losses among her people, um, but has also gained a dragon and um, other uh, has managed to celebrate things as well and um, they have yet to actually fully and actively become a militaristic state. So I think maybe she feels sad, maybe a little guilty, but maybe determined to not let it go the way the things have been going. Um, next question. Does the queen make her return known? And how was her return received? I would say that the queen... does return, but she doesn't and does remake her return known because I think that she comes back into... She returns, she doesn't go straight to her home, she doesn't go straight to the committee, she just walks into town. She literally just goes in, she walks into town, and she greets the people as they pass by. Or as she passes by, she has dinner in their homes. She actually doesn't make it to her home for at least a month, maybe more. I'm, I'm imagining that this is a small country because I'm picturing her going to 
and staying in and with all of the family members and all of the homes of everyone in the country, um, which would take a very long time if it were as big as any of the main countries that we have here. But I'm, I'm keeping this one small um, and I'm going to say that she does this and she manages to do this um, maybe within a year. And so this is how she makes her return. I would say that her return is received joyfully, maybe a little confused, a little fearful because she's quieter now, although she still seems kind and very attentive. Um, I think that the committee is extremely grateful for her knowledge and insights. Um, while the committee have been trying to figure everything out on their own, I think that they were missing that key element of understanding of the people and that this queen seems to have a good knowledge of how that's going to work. Um, and does the queen stay? Yes, she does. She stays. Maybe when she left on this journey, she wasn't sure if she wanted to go. She wasn't sure if she wanted to come back because this is a lot of responsibility and having this training may probably took her away and from this, from her home and allowed her to see things that she never would have seen in other situations like ever. Um, so maybe she went and she wasn't sure, but I think she does now that she has this knowledge, now that she's met the people, now that she maybe more fully understands what role this queen can have in this society. Maybe she better understands what she can do and what this role of queen can actually mean, as opposed to just a figurehead. And so she does. And that's going to be the end of the story, the story of the queen returns. Um, Wow, <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that. It was a little silly, especially reading cards from a kitty cat tarot deck. But I think that just proves that you can really tell a story from anything if you want to. Um, thank you, all of you who are listening, for staying here and hanging out with me on Gameplay Radio this Sunday afternoon. Um, the world is a place in a period of change. It just is, and hopefully we have all found a way to focus and study and prepare ourselves to help the country change in a direction for good. Um, this has been Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Erin, and I will be back next week with a guest. But in the meantime, enjoy your afternoons. and. Breathe. Just breathe. Bye.